This week on Erotic Awakening, more from the list of 100 things to make your slave feel owned. Welcome to Erotic Awakening, an exploration of all things erotic. Every Thursday, your hosts, Dan and Don, share with you their experience and insights on kink, power exchange, and erotic life, as well as bring you interviews with exciting people from various lifestyles. Then every Monday, you'll hear from our various guest hosts. These nationally known educators bring a variety of experience to the mics and share with you an ever-increasing diverse world of alternative life. Erotic Awakening is intended for mature audiences. If you are offended by adult topics or prohibited by law, we recommend you stop listening right now. Hi, Dan. Hi, Don. <laughs> That's the only time I get to give an order right now. Uh, you get to give you give the good. dog orders all the time. Oh, I give the dog orders all she the just time. Doesn't but <laughs> she's a sweetheart. <laughs> um, so the, today's opening was brought to you by John the Trucker. You'll notice that there's a complete lack of music. No <gasps> intro music at all. Oh no! John the Trucker left us a voicemail saying he hates our theme music. <laughs> and uh, so fuck you, John. Thank you for writing in and calling in though. <laughs> it was nice though because we keep asking for opinions. Yeah, well, absolutely. He and, his opinion. <laughs> and the funny thing is that uh, we're so flexible or easily manipulated by our audience. It's like one person says, I hate it. <laughs> so now Sham Wow has to write in and say, wait, I suggested that music. I like it. <laughs> or, or maybe she only suggested the way to create the music and hates what oh, we actually came up yeah, with. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, if you think uh, uh, next week we will go back to the theme music we will have been using that goes... <laughs> Something like that, yes. <laughs> and uh, unless you send in your suggestion for theme music, Ooh. and of course that's be. Uh, Creative Commons license or publicly not licensed at all. So right. don't bring in, don't send us uh, Love in an Elevator by Aerosmith or something. <laughs> we can't afford to pay them their rights. As much as we'd love to. Oh, that'd be nice. Yeah. See, now the song's stuck in my head as we're both kind of beat bop. <laughs> anyway, so good morning. Good morning, sir. Have you finished your first cup of coffee? I have not, and because I have no creamer, it's actually tea this morning. But it, it's good. I'm glad that it's good. Uh, I don't get the whole just because my hot coffee doesn't have creamer, nor do I get the just because it's not hot or just because it's been in the pot for three days, I'm still drinking it. <laughs> just because the dog's nose was just in there. Ew. So uh, today on the podcast, as we mentioned, we finished the list of 100 kinks. Mm-hmm, we but did. we still have one page left from the list of 100 things to make your slave feel owned. And... Um, Ooh. As you can, and this page, like the other pages, is, is just as wildly one side of the world to the other as mm-hmm. uh, the rest of them. So, for example, we'll start <laughs> with with two of them that are on the list are right next to each other, but really seem to be a different kind of power exchange on the two. The uh, first one. So, Dawn, do you think it would make you feel owned if we videotaped our sessions and watched them together? Make <clears throat> me feel owned. Yes. Yes. But it makes me feel more slutty <laughs> than owned. But you own your slut. So see, it's got that kind of ownership in there, too, because you had it videotaped and shown it back to me. When you show me video of George, yes, I feel owned, but that's not the primary feeling. That's what I'm trying to get at. Okay. I feel more slutty than... <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> you know, I would say, uh, it's, that's for me, that's more kink. Mm-hmm. You know, when we video uh, tape, and which is funny how old this list is, when I bust out the iPad, <laughs> which is a fun tool to use to video 
videotaped George uh, yes. sliding up between oh exactly <laughs> my thighs. Um, that's cute that you got shy there for a moment. <laughs> it's really too late for that now. Uh, Two hundred ninety-three episodes in. I, I agree with you that that's more slut. It's good slut play. I love mm-hmm. the slut play, and I like watching it with you. And it's big turn on, mm-hmm. but it's not a power exchange thing for us. That's that's just a. Yeah. It's a kink. Yeah, but it's more, I think there's still a little bit, for me, there's still a little bit of the ownership in there because I wouldn't have been able to tap into that slutty side or into that piece or allow that to ever happen until I was in a power exchange relationship. Yes. You okay, I, mean? I, I will grant you that. It, it, almost, you that. it almost feels like I'm forcing it to be power exchange, but I'm not. There is a little layer there. Of, of something that feels owned. Okay, when I do so that. let's try this one then. <clears throat> Dawn, would it make you feel owned if I taught you patience? <laughs> yes, yes. But uh, why, do you, why do you laugh at such why an idea? Why do I laugh? Because I just found another craft project <clears throat> that involves <laughs> patience. And usually when I try craft projects, I throw them out because I do not have much in the way of patience. Is the, the one you're talking about, which is our Christmas stocking one mm-hmm. this year? Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Is that, I didn't realize that patience was an issue with that. Patience is still an issue because you have to listen to your hands and the way your hands move and, and without giving away what it is right here before the holidays, <laughs> <laughs> I can't explain it. So it'd be something I can explain after I give the gifts away. Right. But um, patience is very hard for me for some reason. I, I... Require? I don't know if require is the right word. I like it when patience is given to me. I don't always have it to give out for some reason. I don't know. Uh-huh. So That's I very true. I, I completely is. agree with you. I know. And, and, it's, and I know this. And as a mother of two boys and a puppy owner and whatever, I don't have a lot of patience when I go to give it out without a lot of concentration and a lot of thought. Yeah. Yeah. I find the idea of teaching patience as a tool for power exchange to make your slave feel owned. Um, it's it's a little bizarre sounding, but when I step back from it, I don't know that I, that it's on my list of things to do. But it's certainly something that I do do. Just coincidentally, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's it's because it's a requirement of the rest of it. Right. Uh, it becomes a foundational thing. So, for example, uh, because of our insane schedule. Patience is always a requirement for people that I own. Uh, and Bat's a good example of that, right? Last night, I was supposed to schedule the next time she was going to come over and hang out with us. Mm-hmm. And my, I kept looking at my calendar for January. And just January just wasn't nothing. It was really clicking for me. Uh, so I said, you know what? We're not doing it now. We'll do it later. Right. So, you know, things like that. Mm. Uh, patience is just a requirement. Not to mention the whole, hey, when do we go play? Sit and wait. Sit and wait. Right, right. Now, that I have learned, actually. That is one of the benefits of our power exchange. I've learned a lot when it comes to patients. When, um, <clears throat> if someone comes to me that's in your collar that says, win, 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 I can say, hmm, when he's ready, you but know, see, and you'll get used to it. I agree, but is patience the same as waiting is? So for the two or three Heinlein fans that are listening to the show, the concept of waiting is, is that, say, uh, for example, it's, it's one o'clock, and right now you're sitting at home, and at four o'clock you're going to a movie. Right. Instead of sitting around at, at two o'clock, instead of sitting around going, oh, man, I wish I was at the movie. Oh, you mm-hmm. know, let's go to the movie. I just can't wait, killing time until it's a good time to go to the movie. 
Instead, it's be with two o'clock. Right. And a better example for that would be if there's a decision to be made, hey, what movie are we going to go see? Mm-hmm. And you're waiting for someone to reply. Then sit with waiting for someone to reply without that being a bad thing. But experience that. Right. What's it like to not know the answer and be okay with it, right? Um, so I, I think that is kind of patience, but that's kind of more of a patience acceptance yeah. And that's more what I teach that I teach of than where I teach patience. Right. Waiting is definitely, definitely. So and That was really deep for the so early in the I morning. Know, wow. man. That's why I'm just sitting here going, Wow. We I went from get it. the deep philosophy <laughs> from George sliding up into your cut. <laughs> <laughs> so but patience, I guess. I and I say that I don't have patience. So if you wanted to teach me patience, I would absolutely feel owned because that's something that needs to be Mm, I was going to say changed, but maybe tweaked yeah. in my personality because it would be beneficial and it'd be something that I would want to do too. So patience to me is learning how to slow down and not have such high expectations, I guess. Because, like again, if I turn it back to crafting, <clears throat> when I was leatherworking, I didn't have the patience. I couldn't slow down enough to make it work for me under my hands. You know, everything had to be fast, so I would hammer this fast. Damn it, I just blew that up. Well, now that doesn't work, and I have to throw this out. And, you know, to me, patience in that sense was I couldn't slow down. Patience with the dog, I wanted to learn right now, right now, Mm -hmm. right now. You know, I get frustrated when she ran out the door last night. I don't have the patience to want to just bring her back in and... (laughs) And make her sit and learn the new command or, you know, something like that. So I'm really going to have to think about the difference between waiting is and patience. Even though that's not what the question is. But now it's in my head. But the funny thing is, the way you talk about patience is, to me, you're talking about, you know, with like leatherworking. That's about uh, the thing we talked about the other day, not on the air for a change, with concentration, (laughs) mindfulness, and stuff like that. But I don't want to stick on this topic any longer. Okay. I'm waving my hand and waving onward hand. Ho. Yes, sir. Uh, we had talked about how. Uh, why did I, Where was there a Christmas plug in there? Oh, because I was talking about my new craft. Ah, right on. If you would like to get us something for Christmas, <laughs> ooh, segway. That's called the the segways of future past. Exactly. You can do so by rating us on iTunes, tweet about us. Lick us on the Facebook. We do have an Erotic Awakening Facebook page. It's all mm-hmm. one word. And, or you could simply tell your friends. Nice. You could even um, tell your friends. For Christmas, you can give your friends notes that say, go listen to the Erotic Awakening podcast. That's assuming that they're not good friends. <laughs> that uh, will be offended by such cheap shenanigans. Awesome, awesome. Or they can just contact us through Dan and Dawn at eroticawakening.com. <laughs> or the Got Comment form on the uh, webpage, which, of course, includes our Facebook, FetLife, and Twitter accounts. Mm-hmm. Or do like John did and call us by voicemail, 614-414-2072. So, but and, did, and John did leave us a very nice voicemail. Oh, he did. We didn't, mean to intru- we didn't mean to lead the show off by saying, fuck <laughs> you, John. Uh, but actually, we did. And um, <clears throat> if you are in the Columbus area... Uh, normally, normally we would totally dig the idea of hanging out, having some coffee or whatever. A uh, little f- needed a little more forewarning than we got this time around. But maybe in Chicago, on mm-hmm. our trip through, he gave us the location of a place that he hangs out at, 
or lives even. So maybe uh, we'll figure out where he lives and knock on his door one day. Awesome. You do Just know- like those guys that knock on our doors with the white suits and the ties. <laughs> nice, nice. I was going to say that um, John did mention he was a trucker. So as no, I was listening... No, we assumed that. Yeah, uh, we did assume that because he said, some place to park a big truck. <laughs> yes. But he might be a redneck with a big old F-1 550 or whatever the hell people drive nowadays. That'd be nice. That'd be nice. I've got pictures in my head. Yeah. Do you have patience for me while I run through these pictures in my head? I think it would require a lot of patience for me to sit in a truck, uh, in a... Um, or, uh, or, uh, what do you call them places? Truck stop. Uh-huh. While you do your uh, lot lizard thing. <laughs> I don't do a lot lizard thing. That's all fantasy. Well, I assume that's what the picture you had in mind was. <laughs> well, it was. but Well, there you go. <laughs> uh, so another one off the list, Dawn, is, uh, and we'll just uh, take it in some kind of order. Uh, that was 83 and 84. We just did 85. Have her place her regular wear shoes in line by the front door. They should be kept in a straight line with the laces tucked inside. Inspect them periodically. Um, See, who the fuck comes up with this list? Because I'm thinking of my snowshoes yes. by the back door. They're not. They're on the mat, so they're not on the carpet. But laces tucked in. And then you have to inspect it. Man, that's work on your part. It's just funny that the <laughs> one list goes from, we're going to videotape you having sex. Then we're going to teach you patience. And then we're going to tell you to line up your shoes. It sounds like... With the laces tucked in. That sounds like church camp. I used to have to do that for church Video camp. Videotape your sex? <laughs> no. Hi-oh. <laughs> line up the shoes by the door. If that works for you, great. <laughs> Rituals are good. Yes, that's um, true. And I can see it. I can. Uh, there's the only logic. The, the part where I can see where this makes sense is when you come into the house, if you want a ritual to help you convert from the day-to-day, I'm running a business... I'm dealing with traffic to now it's slave time. So the very first thing I do as I come in is I take off my shoes and I put them in a specific way. Um, there's value in that, I suppose. See, now you've made it all hot and erotic. <laughs> and I want to make sure all my shoes have shoelaces. <laughs> what would you do with your Crocs? I don't know. My Crocs or my zippered boots. So, yeah, because they're like all ah. just in a pile. I got in late last night. All right. So here's one. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. Um Keep a list of all of her transgressions. And I, I again, it's a very sexist list. Keep a list of all her transgressions in a little book. Let her slip for a while, thinking you are not noticing. Then one day, bring out the book and have a day of atonement. No! I don't like that. Let her think, let her slip on purpose and then bring it out and use it against her? I don't know. I don't like that. That doesn't really build up confidence that this power exchange really is really working uh, yes yeah. uh, no no i totally agree this is a bedroom ds i could see where it might be fun it is the exact opposite of what we teach in our yeah. book living ms where it's be consistent pay attention and don't let shit slip because once you start letting shit slip then less and less attention is paid the the whole foundation of the ex- power exchange relationships brought into question right right wow Oh, that just feels horrendous. <laughs> just, I've just got this physical, visceral body feeling of like, oh my God, to, to always wonder if, you know, a list is being kept and instead of being it brought to my attention right away so I can fix it, 
a day of atonement. Yeah, and then as the the owner or <laughs> wow, the, the, the leader in the power exchange, you have to uh, well, don't cry. No. You would have to have a you'd have to just pay attention to everything going wrong and not act on it. Right. I, I just don't get that at all. Uh, it's a horrible feedback loop. You know, because really, I can't imagine. And, and if you put yourself in a reverse, in a work situation, right? I have these yearly reviews at work all the time, right? Right. If my boss tells me, oh, four months ago, you, you fucked up the TPR report. <laughs> I'm going to say, what the fuck's a TPR report? And, right. Oh, okay. You can't penalize it. You know, like, what about the, pre- so for the previous four months? Oh, yeah, you've been doing it wrong. What the fuck? Right. No, that's just unacceptable. And so maybe for some, for your bedroom DS, uh, Playtime. If you're in a serious power exchange relationship and you're the person you're in charge of disobeys an order or fails to follow an order or makes a mistake in following an order, you call them out on it immediately. You don't have to be a dick about it. You don't have to be mean about it. But you point out when I told you to clean the rabbit, I meant clean all the rabbit, including the ears, <laughs> not just the poop or whatever. Right, right. And you get them to fix it right then, as soon as you notice it. Otherwise, it becomes a level for me. Right. If I notice you're not making the bed and I don't say anything about it because I'm going to wait till Friday, that just leads me to frustration all week long. Well, and I would just feel I I would feel I the guy that wrote this list isn't listening to the show. Oh right my now. god! But I, I I would feel horrendous because my job I get pleasure from pleasing you. So if I think what I'm doing because you haven't brought anything up to guide differently. And I think I'm pleasing you with my actions. And then all of a sudden I'm slammed that I've done everything wrong. That's just like, wow, punishment. And, and literally I'm sitting here going, I can't imagine. That would destroy me to have something brought up like a week later yeah. that you did wrong, you did wrong, you did wrong, you did wrong. So, wow. Okay. You're clearly attached to that one. I'm don't clearly like it. attached to that one. If you you're like uh, listening to the mm. show and you do keep a little book like that and you have your week of atonement and it works just fine for you, feel free to reach out for us and, to us. Our way is not the true way. No, it's not, but it's whew, definitely heavy feeling on that one. Um, I would also like to mention we have two, two, count them, two new subscribers to the podcast. Um, That's because we took care of everybody on the last one. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> but Karina from the Philadelphia. And Sons from California. So welcome to the mailing list that we don't send out very often. No, but you know what? I need to do that soon because we have a lot of... Um, I need to do that for December. Well, not only the Happy Holidays newsletter and a pen that doesn't work, but we got announcements coming out. And, uh, you know, I've got a few that aren't ready to just make it out on the air yes. yet so but they'll be ready for the newsletter and we've got pxs coming up and all that good stuff we've just booked a third event in may i don't know if you're aware of that <sighs> yes i am you know what i was going to type up our uh 2014 schedule yeah for next year because we keep going woohoo you invited us sure we'll do it uh-huh. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've, I've noticed that the um uh Calendar on the Erotic Awakening website. I've actually been working on it lately, and it's like, uh, why don't we just move to Canada? We have a lot of trips to Canada we coming do. up. Oh, oh, wait, wait, what? There's one of those is a secret. Oh, that's right. Shh. Darn it. Uh, um, <laughs> cool. Well, I'm gonna start out with mine. <laughs> You're what? Oh, <laughs> Erotic Awakening is sponsored Bastard. in part by Adventures in Sexuality, Central Ohio's kinky fun group. 
Their next event, their next big one, is Winter Wickedness Convention, February 7th and 8th, 2014, in Columbus, Ohio. They've got the entire hotel this time. It is a hotel takeover. They've doubled the play space. They have dedicated rope play space, an extra 2,000 foot of play space, and things are just... I got to look at the presenters, and it's, it's going to be fabulous. So find out more at adventuresinsexuality.org. What's the dates on that? February 7 and 8. Well, I'm not going to Winter Wickedness on February 7th and 8th. Instead, I'm going to the Uber Kink Podcaster Convention. Really? Where, oh, yeah, yeah. All your favorite podcasters from all the best kink podcasts. Uh, not only you and me. But Lee Harrington from this podcast, as well as Barak and Sheba from this podcast, as well as other people like Grey Dancer from Rumcast. I was like, <gasps> how's that possible? We're all going to be at Winter Wickedness. Well, there you go. <laughs> all those people will be at Winter Wickedness. And nice. we're going to have to do some kind of podcast geekery since we'll all be at the same time, place at the same and time. And cunning minx. No shit. Yeah. Holy crap. It's the that super would be awesome. podcast. Yeah, uh, yeah. We need to do something. Wow. So from Polyamory <laughs> Weekly. The, uh, right, right. And, and um, so you have the uh, most uh, longest lasting kink podcast, mm-hmm. longest lasting polyamory podcast. And us. And us, the podcast most likely to say tentacle sex. So there you go. <laughs> Speaking of which, I actually have been getting, people have been sending me lots of links Bungie's been really nice to me and sending me lots of links. He sees me everywhere, he says, (laughs) with tentacles. But he sent me one and said that maybe this was me, Bat, or my sister. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, ooh, do we have to bring my sister into this? But it was a uh, cartoon of a plump woman with long hair and dressed in leather with a whip with a tentacle tattoo wrapped around her body. Mm-hmm. Actually, a beautiful cartoon. And because she's carrying a whip, it's not me. <laughs> I don't think it's bad. I don't think it'll resonate with her. <laughs> but my sister, on the other hand... <laughs> I can see that. I can she see has that. no clue as to how I can do this whole submissive slave thing. <laughs> if she ever got into something like this, she'd be wearing the high-heeled boots <laughs> and I completely the agree whip. with that. I completely agree <laughs> with that. And uh, I had mentioned if that's... or Actually, see, I was thinking that he was saying that that was your alter ego. Oh. And if that's your alter ego, then my alter ego must be some sniveling uh, fellow crawling around on the ground. Okay. <laughs> I can't picture that. But if your alter ego is, is Uber Dom... Of, right, right, right. May... Then mine must be sniveling slave boy. Oh, so let's not ever. No, let's never go to that universe where that that exists. So, what makes you feel owned as a little alter ego? Uh, When people buy shit from our sponsors, that's what makes me feel okay. Erotic Awakening is sponsored in part by Smitten Kitten. Smitten Kitten is your online resource and personal guide to all. Things sex related. Sorry, got a little, <laughs> little hard on there. Uh, they offer over 3,000 unique products and have served the sex positive community for over 10 years. From anything you can think of to great Christmas stocking stuffers, you'll find it all at smittenkittenonline.com. And when you use the Christmas code, see, I'm just plugging the fuck out of Christmas, <laughs> Dan and Dawn, you'll get a 20% discount. Not that snaggly 10% or 15%. Mm-mm, 20%. Yes, and that's D A N. A-N-D-D-A-W-N for your 20% discount. And again, thank you to Smitten Kitten for being a sponsor. 
Awesome. Awesome. So do you have another thingy that's supposed to make me feel owned? Yes, I do. Uh, number uh, 87 is Tickle Her, just because you can. No. Number 88 is... <laughs> well, you know, that that's it doesn't have to be a flat out no. For me, that's a hard limit. Yeah. So it used if, to be. Huh? Used to be. Used to be. You it can... is a hard limit in regards to sex. Yes. That's true. But not in regards to play with you. So I still haven't crossed over to where other people can tickle me in play. That's just doesn't work. Right. You know? So, but you can. We're actually progressing with that. So I can, I can see why it's on the list. I can see it's a legitimate listy thing. Mm-hmm. Doesn't work for us. Doesn't no. not make me feel like I own you or hard or anything like that. Yeah. Not even wet. Not even wet. No. <laughs> 88. Uh, and the re- I don't know why I'm numbering them at this point. There's, there's still <laughs> 62 is way, hanging out waiting for it to be said. Uh, have her... Be perfectly still and quiet while you bring her to extreme pleasure. Mm. Mm. Hold you. on, there's more. <laughs> when she moves or makes a sound, punish her, then return to the pleasure. <laughs> that one works for me, and <laughs> you've done it before. <laughs> yes, uh, I did it. I've done it with you. I've done it with um, other people as well. Mm-hmm. And it's really interesting... Um, Oh, no, no, I'm thinking of actually, I'm, I've taken a sidestep on that one. I've thought of instead the have her lay perfectly still while you fuck her and you come without any regard to their mm. pleasure whatsoever. That's a different one, but that one's hot too. This is, but I have, <laughs> we have done the whole um, keep her still and punish her for moving. Oh, yeah. I'm kind of a I master know. Well, Especially after teaching me how to be loud. Yes. You know, so now I, I, I know I can be loud and I know it's acceptable and I know it's actually hot and so I can get into it. So for you to like cover my mouth or something as I'm being loud and telling me not a sound. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's just hot. Do you know what else is hot? At, at, because I watched this happen last night. So at Monkey Puzzle Club, uh-huh. I have a gag rule. So they're not allowed to scream right. during, you know, parts of, parts of the play. Uh-huh. So um, just because I don't need neighbors, <laughs> whatever. Sure. But I have a gag rule. So if they're going to be loud, they have to wear a gag. Right. So I'm watching two different people last night playing. And one shoved a gag into his girl's mouth because of the gag rule. And he is uh, spanking her with the horse cock. Uh-huh. You know, the horse cock toy. Yeah. So he's got her with that, and she is trying her best not to make a sound, and it's really being muffled by this gag. It was just hot, because he would keep stopping and say, was that a sound? (laughs) (laughs) Should I stop? I'm being nice to you. You know, look. Ah, Same idea. I like it. Yes. Anyone I know? Uh, Yeah. Yeah. You have to tell me when we're okay. I can't watch and tell. (laughs) I get to watch a lot. Look, no, I'm just I'm, sitting I'm here bouncing yes, and squirming. Uh, <laughs> so, 89, have her locked in her collar when you are at Have her locked in her collar when you are home. Wear the key to the lock around your neck. See, I like that. Yeah, and that's pretty... Actually, a lot of people do that. It's yeah. a pretty, pretty common one. Yeah. Um, and to have it as a... Not just at home, but when they're out, people mm-hmm. do that as well. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, that's fine. I, I like can see that. where that, that... I mean, that just... Makes people feel owned, sure. There are some um, logistical issues that you have to account for, mm-hmm. unfortunately. So is this uh, collar okay to be getting wet? Because mm-hmm. obviously they're going to have to take a shower. Mm-hmm. And of course, if there's an emergency, 
uh, well, and, and that's not really a huge deal, right? If there's an emergency, the the concern is a medical emergency. They might chop off that collar. You know, if yeah. somebody had to shove you in an MIR machine, MRI? MRI. MRI machine, then uh, they would have to chop it off. But think it. of those um, steel collars. Uh-huh. You know, so that can be, I don't want someone coming at my neck with a hacksaw <laughs> to get through the big. Yeah, the but, big, I, but I assume yeah. uh, if you're in the hospital already for some purpose that will, you can live with that part too. I don't know. I don't, just don't want them coming at me with a hacksaw. Maybe the reason <laughs> scary. that you're in the hospital is somebody chopped your head off. Oh. And it would be easy to get the collar off. It would. Uh, and just <laughs> put it back on. Uh, speaking of Bungie, we're not, but speaking of Bungie, <laughs> he did send some pictures for a collar for Bat as well, and a mm-hmm. bracelet for Bat. Mm-hmm. And they're very Bat-centric. Yeah. Uh, so I had lunch with Bat yesterday, and I told her about such things. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah? Yes, yes. Awesome. So, well, I skipped somebody on the tentacles. Who did I got, you skip? I, I got a new one this morning. Was it this morning or last night? No, it was last night while I was sitting there with uh, Monkey Puzzle Club. So she sent me a link, and, and it's of a tentacle chandelier. It's like a whole room that's it's got a tentacle chandelier and the room is painted like little seafoam green sort of mm-hmm. thing and it's got tentacle sconces on the wall. It, it's just a like an underwater tentacle themed room. Okay. It's really cool. Sounds <laughs> cool. And that was from Sir Elegance Imp. Yes, yes. Who has been with us with PXS before? Absolutely. Uh, we owe so, her a shirt, by the way. Hmm? We don't we owe her a shirt? Yes, we have... sir. Oh, we do. <laughs> you More better notes. write that shit down. I know. <laughs> I have that written on a note somewhere, but uh, we have your shirts, and we just haven't gotten. It. Matter of fact, uh, we could actually have uh, Dottie from Needle Play Design mm-hmm. ship it directly to her. Okay, we can do that. Excellent. Sorry, so, while we're in the middle of the podcast, yes, we're taking your business. <laughs> uh, speaking of business, uh, uh, I see that the so uh, again we mentioned last week that we suck at not having projects, and by that I mean. I came up with the idea. That, so we recently... So you've got a new one, and I've got a new one. I'll be announcing soon. Oh, you do? You're weird? not ready to announce yours yet. No, no, okay. no. Yeah. Uh, so my new one is we recently uh, had the opportunity to purchase a projector, which we would use at the events and to watch movies at the room. Mm-hmm. I thought that would be neat. So I started... I said, well, let's play some BDSM movies at the room. And not BDSM movies like porn. BDSM movies like uh, Exit to Eden mm-hmm. or Dangerous Touch or The Secretary, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, because I couldn't just do that, I had to make it a project, so blah, blah, blah. <laughs> now we're in January and February and March. We have somebody sponsoring three different movies at the room here in Columbus where we're going to play different movies with BDSM elements and sit around and eat popcorn and eat snacks and drink hot chocolate or whatever the fuck people do at movies. Or right. make out, which is something people do at movies as well. I think it's going to be awesome. In January, uh, the room itself is sponsoring the movie Dangerous Touch. And I just mentioned that to people again last night. They're like, what's that first movie again? I'm like, Dangerous Touch with, with, with um, oh, Lou. Lou Diamond Phillips. And they're like, what? I'm like, mid-90s, Dangerous Touch, hot sex scenes, yes. bondage. And my face is like all lit up and I've lost the ability to speak and no one's heard of it. I had to go. All right. I had to find means of One, finding this DVD. The, I would suggest <laughs> that the average age at Monkey Puzzle Club... <laughs> When this hey, movie, thanks for making me feel old. When this movie came out, uh, many of those people let's, oh, would have shit. been five, ten. six. Yes. Oh man. Uh, two, as you recognized, you went to go get this movie off iTunes, not available. Netflix, not, not to be available. found. Amazon, no, no. Best Buy, uh-uh. Weird Korean place, yes. <laughs> 
So there you go. May not be well known. Your dangerous but touch. It's so what is the date hot. on that anyway? Like ninety six. No, no. What is the date that it? Oh, it <laughs> I'm still stuck on the movie. January uh, something. January shoot. I'm not January sure. January shoot. So if you're in Columbus <laughs> on January shoot, um, come to the room. We're just gonna sit around and watch a movie. It's Great. Oh, we gotta tell Saturday. people. Wonder, it's Fox the first Saturday. Saturday. Has the new to kink thing happened already? See, that'd be good for new. I think it was a couple of nights ago. If you're new, ago. you need something, no pressure. Right. Well, you don't even, you could be a fucking wallflower because we're watching a movie right. if you want to be. Right. So, there you go. Yep, so, first uh, Saturday. First Saturday of January. Same with uh, February is the first Saturday and March. Sticking with the collar theme, number 90, when possible, have her cook and serve your dinner wearing nothing but a collar. Mmm. Hot, erotic, would love to do it as long as it's not anything that involves deep frying. Because I'm naked. Yes. <laughs> um, I can make you some scrambled eggs so that I shake. There, there would probably also be some kind of a health inspector pop in and say, you, should, you need to put a hairnet on that. Uh, sure, you, I, you I, yes, me no. I dig that. That's, that's hot. Uh-huh. Um, Except our kitchen's right in front of a big glass sliding glass door. That's true. That's true. But I could definitely see it. uh, And now here's how I would do that Mm. from a power exchange perspective, right? Especially if you have somebody who has a little bit of a body image issue. Uh Have this slave cook this way and just the collar, no clothing. And then... Your focus is the dinner itself, not what they look like, not the, not the fact that they're naked. Mm. Let them be naked just as part of that fact that they're naked, mm-hmm. right? So when they bring in the food, they're trying to cover up their naughty bits. Um, that would be uh, unacceptable because you don't care about the naughty bits. You care about the fact they're making dinner for you. But there's this underlying tone of vulnerability in that that I think would be – that would work out very well for me. It's working for me. <laughs> wow. That's awesome. We have a great life. We do have a great life. You're, you're, you're getting subby eyes. I am. I'm just sitting here like, woo yes. uh, And then uh, we'll do two more, and then we'll wrap this one up. Um, uh, 91, I think it's uh, interesting. It's uh, interesting. Yeah. yeah. Right. Have her uh, uh, buy her a digital camera because you live in the 90s and you're watching Dangerous <laughs> Touch. And give her assignments to take pictures of herself for you in certain outfits or positions. Ooh. That's kind of hot. Complicated. Complicated. How's How? So? As in, I'm taking pictures of myself in certain positions? Yeah. I can just, like... In outfits. See myself, like, bent over trying to take a picture of my ass. <laughs> just, it seems complicated. <laughs> I can see... <laughs> Use of mirrors might help. Okay, all right. Uh, how but about outfits. so? If I gave you this command, how about if one was I want to a picture of you kneeling in the potato chip aisle of Kroger? That'd be hot. I want a picture of you wearing my clothes but looking sexy. Ooh. I want a picture of you in front of a stoplight with your finger shoved up your cunt. <laughs> I like that. Okay. But see, I used to... Okay, so, so two thoughts with that. Um, Slave Jim used to take pictures of herself in certain positions. And she had ways. It's not things that you would, oh, yes, yes, that yes, you yes. would command, but she would just set up this little hot scene. Like when she was doing poi, and she would have her poi um, balls. Uh, they, yes. they, she didn't do fire. She did the LED balls. And um, just beautiful, beautiful artistic pictures. Yeah. And the second thought that popped into my head was, I used to take pictures of Applebee's 
blockbuster champs <laughs> yes. when I had to do the the masturbation <laughs> alphabetical masturbation thing from a different yes. 100 list. Uh, and actually, lately, uh, a Bat has taken to taking pictures of notes and sending them to me. Okay. So, for example, yesterday, and I know I mentioned this, but you didn't get to hear the story. Uh, she sent me a. We had bad over yesterday, and she was watching Ginger. And uh, Ginger not pooping is one of our new fun things about being animal owners. Uh, and you take the dog out. If you're a dog owner, you might get this. The, the dog's like, oh, I gotta go outside, I gotta go outside. And then you take the dog outside. It's like the dog's much more interested in snow and grass and everything in the world except the bird for using flying the overhead. Yes. <laughs> so Bat sent me a picture of Ginger with a note next to her saying, I was a good puppy, I went poopy for daddy or something like that. <laughs> um, so pictures there as well. Nice. Nothing like poop pictures from your dog <laughs> on the erotic podcast. Thank you for turning me on. <laughs> and finally for today, from our list of 100 ways to make your sleigh feel owned, don't be afraid to bring her to tears, for they are yours as well. Oh, you know, absolutely. So that is one of the first ways I felt owned, mm-hmm. I guess, is when I could cry in front of you and... That's exactly what you told me, was to keep crying because they were your tears, you know, just to let them out, and you owned them, so, because I'm always afraid of scaring people off if I cry. I've noticed that normally uh, when you cry, um, or a bat cries for that matter, I normally get a hard-on. Well, your first pet name was Dak. Yes. Short for Dacrophilia. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Turned on by tears. I'm a big, uh, as long as you're willing to accept the responsibility that goes with it, mm-hmm. then I, I completely agree. Now, bringing somebody to tears via play, uh, that's pretty hot because you get to that level of vulnerability where, they, where, you, where you negotiate, yes, let's just keep going. I'm okay. You know, it's very cathartic. It's very hot. Right. <clears throat> but even in an emotional space, um, you know, that's part of the, the realm of things you own as well. So that's cool, Yeah, too. well, it's a level of vulnerability. <clears throat> Good Lord, do I have a dog in my throat. <laughs> so there's our list of 100 ways to make your slave feel boned. Boned. <laughs> uh, if you would like to share some of the ways that you make your slave feel owned, feel free to write us. Uh, I will say it is uh, January, December 19th. <laughs> so I'm going to say uh, we just had a big run on Kickstarter cards and... and Books and such. Uh, unless you are local, no. If you could write us today, and we're still not uh, get a chance getting it to you by Christmas. I don't think so. Yeah, make I it a New Year's Eve gift instead. Yeah. yeah. So, but people are getting them in their stockings. Yes. I know who, and I'm not allowed to say. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a lot of fun to talk about these 100 ways to make your slave feel owned. But if you're in a power exchange relationship that you want to last, from real people that have real lives and have real experience, then you should pick up a copy of the Living MS book by Dan and Dawn Williams. <laughs> Living MS, Living MS, a book for masters, slaves, and the relationships on sale now at your local online retailer like Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and many other wonderful places for only uh, averaging, ranging prices from 16 to $20, depending on how Amazon decides to fuck us that day. It's a real great uh, opportunity for you to buy our book. What a bargain! <laughs> <clears throat> That's horrible. Bye, Dom. Bye, Dan. <laughs>